What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Do you know where the uh, NBA All-Star Game is this year? Uh, Michael's home. That's right. Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, and next year it's at Michael's home too, by the way. Chicago? It's at the United Center in 2020. You ever been there? Uh, not inside. I've been outside of the United Center. It's huge, isn't it? Yeah, I just I went and took a picture with the Michael Michael trophy, but Michael, nobody was home. Yeah, nobody was home that day. Um is Luke Walton going to be the coach when everybody gets back from Charlotte, North Carolina, the Los Angeles Lakers? They're a game under 500. Plaschke wrote a piece in the L.A. Times Wednesday morning basically saying, hey, dear LeBron, like, this is not going well. Um, and I don't – you know, the funny thing is I don't think anybody's blaming Luke. I don't think anybody should be. It's a mess. And the one thing we'd say, like, LeBron's been in a few messes and generally the coach doesn't survive it, at least not the coach that he wants, like – is Mark Jackson going to be coaching this team by next week? Sure feels that way. Uh, Is that your bet, Mark? I'd say Mark or Jason Kidd, which seems fucking nuts. I When I saw they lost last night at the Hawks, I was kind of falling the game just because it was clear that that's a pretty big game for them given that they were kind of sneaky in shambles. Then they lose that. I didn't think it was out of the realm of possibility that we woke up this morning and he was fired. Uh, it doesn't feel 100% locked that Luke's going to make it through the next couple days. Because if LeBron wants to throw his iron fist down, he, he's gone. The other thing is, always when he was in Cleveland, last year is probably the best example because the other teams were going to make the playoffs for sure. Last year was like, God, what is wrong? Remember, they were terrible at the All-Star break, and they made all those trades. And it was like, oh, they kind of reinvigorated themselves. But they were going to make the playoffs. You just look at the West. Like, LeBron, going 500, you're not in. And you just play these games. I'm watching the Warriors game last night. 
Utah's not great, but they're just fucking tough. You know, Denver's just a pain in the ass. The Clippers are hard. The Kings are hard. Like, hell, you get the Mavericks. Luka might go for 30, 12, and 12. I, one thing in Plastic's article that he's right, like, this is no lock to make the playoffs. And missing the playoffs in year one of this four-year LeBron experience is an utter disaster. It, to me, it's a, obviously, if Luke keeps his job through the All-Star break and the end of the season, they miss the playoffs, he's a lock to be fired. But I think it's like, that reflects very poorly on LeBron. Like, bro, you couldn't have even, you guys, because one of the things that Plasky wrote is, like LeBron, when Anthony Davis asked for the trade, it's not a normal, like if Kawhi Leonard demanded a trade right now in Toronto, no one on the Clippers would get shit for it. Like, we know you're intimately involved in it. So it was, it wasn't your normal, when I, I keep seeing people kind of defend, Magic's right. This is a business. Players get traded. Yeah, no one's ever disputed that. But when it when the fucking best player in the league who's on the team that wants that guy, also agent who happens to be his best fucking friend, represents that other guy who Anthony Davis, we've all been following him since the Kentucky days. He's never said a peep. So it doesn't even feel like he's that comfortable with all this. You know, it's like I, I've actually kind of come around. I feel bad for Anthony Davis because it was clear this isn't his type deal. Not that he he's, doesn't want to get traded, because I don't blame him for wanting to get traded. But I don't know if he would have handled it like this. And Clutch is like, guy, Clutch was with fucking Antonio Brown last week, and what's Antonio Brown doing right now? That's that's like their company motto. Player, you take control. And, and it's like, LeBron, if I'm Kyle Kuzma, like, fuck you. Like, again, I don't... If I get traded, I'm going to get traded as the NBA. I got to grow up someday, but... I, I, you, you're, I'm having a breakfast sandwich with you, and then I know you're on the phone texting with Rich Paul, fucking throw Kuzma in the deal. That's the other thing that LeBron can't shake. Like, bro, you are the GM. No one, no one beside like the ESPN people in LA that are basically on Maverick, and I like Maverick Carter, but Rich Paul and uh, Clutch's payroll doesn't believe that. That's, to me, the whole problem in this. It's not that these guys were going to trade for Anthony Davis. It felt like LeBron was leading it. Well, and it goes back to Magic and uh, Rob Palenka being in charge here, right? You're like, well, is there anybody who's got any experience with this stuff? Because I said it the other day, it's not that Rob Palenka can't, but Mad- LeBron is not really proven to be a great GM. And we know he likes changing coaches. They've done it several times. And it's not like... Now maybe Ty Lue wasn't going to get, you know, a job anyway. But like once LeBron left, maybe they were just going to change him. But it's not like the coaches he he hasn't been playing for Phil Jackson and uh, Greg Popovich here by and large, right? Like he kind of seems like he prefers to play with somebody that does what he wants to do, right? Yeah. So one thousand percent, the mean, one that's... guy that has a big personality, kinda that's viewed as a top five coach. He wanted Eric Spolster out. Pat Riley refused. I yeah, you'd say, say Spolster just is a person with leverage. Like yeah. most guys need LeBron. That he well, of course they do. He hires him. So it's just like, is the next guy going to make it better? Because LeBron's belief is I'm just going to be good enough. But the fact is that he's just he is he is great. He's still great, but he's getting older. So what happens if you don't get Anthony Davis? Quick reminder, this podcast is brought to you by Ease, E-A-Z-E dot com. Promo code HAM, 20 bucks off your first order. 
Also, over $50, you get a free delivery. And, guy, berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Sherry's Berries. Click on the microphone. Promo code HAM. Valentine's Day is coming. Back to the pod. Do guys, well, how, how, how are, how are they going to get Anthony Davis, guy? The Pel- I, I can't see the Pelicans trading it to him now. If you had options that were equal, why would you? You might even trade him for a slightly lesser option. No, it's an easy FU. And especially with the NFL team being involved, like Mickey Loomis's mindset, just because that's how football people think, when does a trade happen in football where it's ever just, we're going to give him to this guy? You know, it's it's the opposite. So if he's the decision maker, which people have written about, like ultimately the buck kind of stops with him. He lets Demps do it. But with this thing, he's going to be involved. That'd be the last person. I, I would send it in this, out of spite to someone else. Especially like the the clutch trying to like strong arm you. That's that's just not the way NFL people are wired. And you can say this is not that's not the NFL. Well, with this franchise, it, they're connected. You know, because I, I think that's the, the other NFL, thing. Hold on, that's a great point though too. Like if you're New Orleans. You're not a market that's in on big-time free agents. So you might feel like you have less need to maintain a relationship with agents. Not to say you're going to torpedo a relationship, but you're not going to do something to satisfy an agency necessarily because you want their next free agent. Well, you're not really getting any of those guys. No. So you might be less inclined. Sorry, I would say what you're going to say about the NFL, but you just made me think of that. Well, I, I think the NFL has a much better, and and then maybe this is just because the team has much more power, but the agents still have a lot of power. Just working relationships in the NBA, it feels we're get, you're going to do what we tell you to do. You're going to capitulate to us from the player side. It's always just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know. Well, I, I, I also I, think like it's just more of the, the the NFL just feels like it's more just numbers business between agents and GMs, right? Yeah, like what nobody's turning down more, thirty million in the NFL like they do in basketball. No, it it feels much more relatable to society on a lower number level, but people just have relationships. You do business deals with people that you hope, you know, win win deals. Like the NBA is like, we're bending you over. You you let my buddies fly on the plane for right. free. Right. They eat. My people come. It's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, you just need everything. It's just, I've always liked LeBron as a player. I truly believe he's one of the best, not even basketball, thing, athletes I've ever seen in my life and probably will ever see in my life. But I guy am at the tipping point of just the drama. That's one thing Plasky says. Like, this has to kind of end. And this is L.A. And we're just like, Jesus. That's saying again, something. Like, the one, the, the one ghost he has is... For as much as Kobe's attempted to rewrite his legacy on leadership and stuff, Kobe was pretty meat and potatoes when it came. Like, I want guys to play hard. We're going to fucking try. We're going to try to win. Like, it wasn't Mitch. I can't win with these motherfuckers. But he wasn't saying, like, Mitch, just get me better players. I'm not forcing guys to come with you. I, I do respect that about Kobe. It didn't feel like he was all-encompassing. Right. The Kobe wasn't like, and here's a list of the guys you got to get. Do you know what turns me off, guy, and I think turns the common fan off? Hmm. Is LeBron, there was an article today, I didn't read it, I saw the headline that Windhorse wrote about how the irony of this All-Star game being in Charlotte because he idolizes Michael, he wants to walk in his shoes next, be an owner. Like, LeBron's only 34. He's still, you know, the best player in the league. 
like these guys get so caught up in being CEOs at between 25 and 35. Like, bro, look at Magic. He's got AIDS and he's still or HIV and still going strong. Like, you have the rest of your life to do the CEO. The basketball thing's gonna end. LeBron feels like he's already merged more to the CEO lifestyle, but then it's easy to counter that because he's still throwing up. He's still a really good player and he takes basketball seriously. But there are elements of basketball. Bill Simmons wrote the whole book on it, and LeBron used to have it at the end of Cleveland the first time, and then Miami, the it factor of making guys like you. And this is what the Warriors kind of hang their hat on. It's just you've been on the team playing. You see, like, they all go out to dinner together. Now, the whole the whole organization does. It's just the, the, the Spurs just, they cultivate it, you know? It feels like LeBron just kind of does his own thing, which, again, you have the right to. But you're not going to win that way. It's consistently in the history of this league with great players because as you get older, young guys will just – they don't give a shit about you anymore. You know, and that's – you know, hopefully Steph always keeps the just likability and Duncan had it forever. And when, you know, Kobe in fairness played with a lot of just weird players. I'd say I'd say this team – like Kobe played with much shittier teams than this LeBron team. They're not that bad. With LeBron, when you factor in Ingram and Kuzma, they they should win forty five games. Yeah, I, I I'll tell you, like when I watch LeBron, I part of me just thinks he's worn out. I mean, this is he came in the league at nineteen. I mean, this is the way basketball works. You're younger usually when you come into the league than other sports. But he came in at nineteen. Magic was twenty. He came in at nineteen, John. He's thirty four, but it's his sixteenth year in the NBA. And the nine straight finals, right? And he, but I don't even mean physically. Like, he was the center of the basketball world before he became an NBA player. And I just feel like he's kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I use the word, I use the phrase worn out, but almost like like defiant, like had enough. Like, like I, I don't know, Which, man. I, guy, he's still got three years left in L.A. It's not going to change overnight. I, no, I know. I just, when I look at him, though, I think he likes saying things like, I don't have anything left to accomplish because he knows it bugs people because I think he's part of it's like, how do I fight back against this system where I'm like, I think he loves the attention, but he also doesn't like the kind of attention he gets sometimes. I don't know. It's weird. And part of it is it might be he's 34, but he's, he's been in the league 16 years and he's still a great player. Like that's, what's crazy. He's still one of the best players in the NBA. We're not talking about eight years in, like he shouldn't be, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, yeah, it's weird. It's Missing weird. the playoffs would be pretty nuts for him, especially if the Kings. <laughs> right. If the Kings win tonight and they play Denver, they will be three games up in the last column. There's like 25 games left. So if you just do the math and they play one time left, if the Kings can just kind of hold serve, it's, it's one thing with one game. When there's 20 games, three games, we see this a lot in baseball. Like It is a lot to make up when you don't play a lot head-to-head. Because if they just win one, lose one, and you don't go on a big winning streak, it's hard to make up three games in two weeks. When you're not, just, yeah, when your team's not good. Yeah, and the other team is just okay, you know. So it takes a, either a losing streak, but you got to win too. Like you don't get you, they lose and you lose. You know, you're doesn't do shit for you. John, I think it's, we haven't had him out of the playoffs since his second year in the league. It'd be pretty nuts, and it it, I'm not gonna say it's gonna happen because you'd be crazy to bet against him. But it definitely feels possible. And they lost the fucking Atlanta Hawks last night in Atlanta. In a, in a game for them that was as close to a must-win game in mid-February as you're going to find. They lost, guy. And at one point in time, they were down like 10 points in the fourth quarter. Like, what is going on here? 
And there were a couple – I saw people tweet of LeBron just kind of sighing and this one fast break. Kyle Kuzma, like, picked up his dribble too fast, and he was at the free throw line, and he wasn't going to get close to laying up, and the dude was kind of in front of him, and he just – I mean, it was just like, oh, my God, they look – you can imagine Laker fans just on their couch in L.A. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. And and there is a ghost of Kobe, too, there. You know? Well, because the ghost is still around all the time. I love it. Uh, and he, I think he doesn't really totally mind this. No. You talking about Kobe? No. Because it kind of ups his legacy a little bit. No doubt. Because he, people keep talking about him. Like, Kobe wouldn't have done that. Which is, like, the beauty of Kobe. It's like everyone thinks he was just... Here's the one thing missing the playoffs would fuck them a little bit because if the Pelicans refuse to trade them Anthony Davis, they're going to end up, they're not just going to roll this team back. They're either going to try to make some other stupid trade or sign like max out of Jimmy Butler or something that might not work. You know, they're not just going to stand pat. It could actually get worse. As crazy as that sounds or just more drama filled. Like they traded those three guys for CJ McCollum, you know, yeah. You know, you'll see one of those. They traded two first and Lonzo, Ingram, and Kuzma for C, you know, just something like, what? <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.